Hello and welcome inside another episode of the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. I'm your host, Zach Marks, pleased to be joined, as always, by my partner, Dawson Patrician. And Dawson, Sherwood Park taking a respectable Alberta Junior Hockey League showcase schedule, uh, splitting their contests between the Brooks Bandits and the Drumheller Dragons, dropping a 4-2 decision to the Bandits on Saturday night before bouncing back with a 5-4 shootout decision over the Drumheller Dragons. Big games coming from a number of players, in particular Merrick Pacharowney in net, making 24 saves through regulation and overtime before slamming the door, stopping Sam Lazinski and Grayson Dietrich in the shootout to give his team the win. And he looked solid for much of, of this game. Bylan was very good against the Brooks Bandits on Saturday night. And I think if you're Sherwood Park, you have to look at a split against two very strong Southern Division teams as a successful weekend. Yeah, and, and I think over the weekend, it was a tale of two teams. And that's not necessarily a dig at the Crusaders. Um, you know, in, in the first game, it was more of a, a younger team playing the powerhouse that is the Brooks Bandits. And, you know, the, those two goals in the third period, uh, they just couldn't find ways to get back to get back into the game. But it, it kind of happened again on Sunday. Zach Maxwell opening the scoring with his first of the year, but then dropping three unanswered goals on uh, Merrick Pacharowney. But then they were able to come back and eventually, like you said, take the shootout win. And I think, you know, a good message from the coaching staff, I think, in, you know, between those games to kind of get the guys going and, you know, really reinforce that, that mental fortitude that they need to take these tough games. Yeah, no doubt about that. Short Park led for all of about a minute and a half in Sunday's uh, Sunday afternoon's game against Drumheller. As you mentioned, Zach Maxwell opening the scoring with not only his first of the season, but also his first career AJHL goal before, as you mentioned, Drumheller, three unanswered before they found it again. Zach Maxwell pots his second of the game with a great shot from the face-off circle beating Drumheller starter. That was Garrett Fuller making the start for the Dragons before Tyler Miller scored his first Alberta Junior Hockey League goal as well to tie things up heading into the third period. They would then allow the 4-3 goal before a couple minutes later, Carmelo Crandall would get the tying goal and then what looked to be the winning goal or potential winning goal, I should say, but it was ruled off for goaltender interference. And I believe it was the correct call. He was in the crease. He did prevent Fuller from getting back to the crease when he potted that uh, puck to potentially put his team up 5-4. And so we went to overtime. And then Crandall ended up with a penalty shot with about eight seconds left in overtime and just couldn't get it around the pad of Fuller to send things into the shootout. And it was Zach Maxwell, who was on fire on Sunday, potting the first. and then. We talked about him going into the weekend. Logan Hauer, an absolute firecracker start to his uh, AJHL career. He pots what ended up being the shootout winner after, as we mentioned, Merrick Pacharowney slamming the door on two of, out of the three dragon shooters. So I think Sherwood Park's got to be happy with that split. Now, that being said, you've now got to look ahead to what should be a very interesting game on Wednesday as they take on the, the border city 
Lloyd Minster Bobcats, who currently sit second to last in the AJHL. They are tied with Sherwood Park on a three and four record, separated only by goal differential. Sherwood Park having a negative four through goal differential through seven games, whereas Lloyd Minster a negative 15. Those coming from back to back, big loss, not back to back, pardon me, but uh, a pair of big losses to the Spruce Grove Saints, who Sherwood Park would know beat the Crusaders twice earlier on. So this should be an interesting matchup in Lloyd Minster on when, or this evening rather, Wednesday evening here. A rare weekday affair for Sherwood Park so far. They've had a lot of Friday, Saturday games, some Sundays, but now they get their first taste of the midweek action. And some familiar faces for Crusaders fans should be in the lineup here tonight as Zafir Raji and Tanner Finkerrick, two fan favorites for Sherwood Park who were traded in the offseason to the Bob, whether, well, whether to the Bobcats themselves or out of province before being traded back to the Lloydminster Bobcats. So you have to expect they want to show that they shouldn't have been moved but you also have to think that the guys on the roster want to prove that the team was right in trading these guys to make room for your Logan Howers, your Josh rules, your Carmelo Crandall's even Mitchell Joss is a big one. Zafir Raji was traded for Mitchell Joss. So this should be, that will be an interesting storyline to watch heading into this one. So that being said, we'll hop into our first interview here of the pregame show. Dawson, you had a chance to catch up with two goal scorer over the weekend, Zach Maxwell, on how he felt after the showcase. And some big matchups over the weekend, Brooks and Jerome Heller. Even though you didn't take both wins, what were maybe some of the lessons that you took from Brooks and applied them to the Dragons? Uh, I think the biggest thing we learned from Brooks is we always got to be ready to go. We can't take a shift off or a period off for that matter. We always got to be dialed and ready to go because they're obviously a skilled team and they're going to capitalize on us. We got to bear down with all that, and then I think we learned from that and showed up to drum and played a way better game. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, you know, obviously going down two goals, especially after being up, isn't easy. How did you guys maybe get that energy back on the bench? I think we would get excited for the little things, like there's a big hit or even like a tape to tape pass. You come off and you say, hey, "Nice pass, buddy," or something like that. It just like positive on the bench. It really brings up the energy in the game. So little things like that. Uh, and a weekend of first for the Crusaders, uh, including the first shootout. And uh, obviously, you had you had your turn. What was it like to you know maybe have the game on your stick like that? Yeah, it was a cool experience. Um, I thought about it before Cam was going to do, but I mean, I really did play it by ears. Whatever the goalie was doing, whatever he was going to bite, I was just going to shoot the other way. So, yeah, it was definitely an exciting uh, moment for me. And uh, you got your first two goals in the season. Is that maybe a bit of a sigh of relief to get that monkey off your back? Yeah, for sure. It's going to get. Uh, First one under the belt. Hopefully more to come, but it's definitely uh, some weight off my back for sure. And uh, you've had a couple of practices and now a game with a uh, new teammate, Bodie Hagen. Uh, you know, what's that been like having him in the room and maybe uh, maybe some of the, the wisdom he's brought? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's obviously got a lot of experience playing junior hockey. He was in the Western League for a bit. So having guys like that around the room has definitely been helping the younger guys, including myself. And you, you need guys like that. So it's good that we have people like that. And uh, last question, now that you've passed the showcase, uh, you know, you've got a couple games left on the road trip. Is it, you know, does it kind of feel like you're on the home stretch a little bit? Uh, kind of. I mean, I, our home, our uh, next home game is October 16th, so 
kind of looking forward to that, but it's good to get these uh, road games under our belts. Good for the young guys to experience these new barns. So uh, it's been a good experience for all of us. And uh, now after uh, after Wednesday's game, you have a bit of bit of almost a week off. Uh, and what uh, what are some of the guys doing to maybe keep uh, keep in the mindset and stay out of that funk? Maybe honestly, I don't think we change anything. I think we keep on practicing hard. We do the little things. We don't. If we get a win, we keep on uh, doing little things in practices. We listen to coach and coach Mana and Jeff and whatever they say we do. So we won't be changing anything. Welcome back to the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. You just heard from Zach Maxwell on how he felt after his first two goals in the AJHL for Sherwood Park. And now we look ahead to tonight's matchup against the Lloydminster Bobcats. Now, this is not a team that starved for offense. Safir Raji leading the team in scoring eight points in seven games. And the Bobcats are coming off a pretty successful weekend, going 2-0 and at the showcase, knocking off the old Grizzlies, and the Calgary Canucks uh, in back-to-back games. The Olds game, a pretty large comeback in that one, knocking off in a six, or pardon me, a six-five decision at the showcase on Friday. If I'm not mistaken, coming back from down 5-3 in that game to win it on a Zafir Raji overtime winner. So, the Lloydminster Bobcats coming off a, a hot streak right now. Two wins over some Southern Division opponents. Sherwood Park, as we mentioned, one and one in the showcase. So this should be an interesting matchup as both teams look to cl- continue their climb up the North Division standings. Now, that being said, the one thing that Lloydminster hasn't necessarily been getting has been rock-solid goaltending. Colby Thornton, Axel Rosenlund, Rosenlund, and Freddie Halleck have uh, had a tough go of it so far. Colby Thornton, the mainstay starter, two and three record coming into this one here tonight with a 4.4 goals against average and an 898 save percentage. Compare that to Sherwood Park, who has Merrick Pacharoni and Gus Bylan, who have a uh, Pacharoni with a 335 goals against and a 900 save percentage. And then Bylan with a 417 goals against and an 890 save percentage. So lower goals against for Bylan, higher save percentage for Thornton. But if Merrick Pacharani gets the start, then the goaltending matchup has to favor Sherwood Park, I would feel. But any goaltender is capable of stealing a game, and that's what I think Adam Mann is going to want out of whoever he starts here tonight. And that's what Lloyd Minster is going to want out of Colby Thornton if he does, in fact, get the start. It could be Axel Rosenlund. We don't know for sure, as the rosters haven't quite been released as we're recording this. So, But there are some names here for uh, Lloyd Minster who you have to be aware of, and one of them is Ethan O'Coin. Crusaders fans might remember his cousin, Cam O'Coin, who played here in Sherwood Park a couple seasons ago before being traded to Lloyd Minster in a similar offseason move. And Ethan O'Coin, six points in seven games. He's a very solid player. Only played in two games last year for Lloyd Minster due to the shutdowns and everything due to the pandemic. But he's a very exciting young talent for Lloyd Minster and I'd expect him to be all over this game. Uh, the 2002 uh, birth year. Anything else to add here, Dawson? Um, I, I think uh, you did hit on you know a lot of good points, and I think honestly, especially for 
this matchup against Lloyd Minster, uh, Sherwood Park just has to keep uh, keep up the offense. Uh, you know, the top line uh, that we've seen it come out as Mitchell Just, Logan Howard, and Carmelo Crandall, uh, all playing very well, all leading the team in scoring, but also the depth, uh, you know, starting to shine a little bit like we saw last game. Uh, Zach Maxwell, Tyler Miller, um, all of all of those players kind of starting to come into their own a little bit, starting to contribute a little bit more on the score sheet. And at least in this game coming up in Lloyd, um, if they can take advantage of that goaltending, then they should have a pretty good time. No doubt about that. Puck drop from the Centennial Civic Center Arena in Lloydminster, 7.30 here tonight. But first, before the show ends, we're going to hear from Sherwood Park Crusaders general manager and head coach Adam Manna about what the message was heading into the Drumheller game and how he f- sees his team through the first month of the season. Two big games over, over the weekend, Brooks and Drumheller. And you know, what was maybe the message from the coaching staff coming out of the game uh, against Brooks? Uh, just the fact that we needed to, uh, to manage the puck a little bit better and, and uh, you know, just... I think you know Brooks. Brooks obviously they've been a they've been a team that's been at the top for, for a lot of years now, and and they attack you and they come hard. And so uh, you know for us we thought we had a really good first period. Uh, we're right with them, and then uh, in the second uh, the tides kind of turned once they got that that opening goal and and uh, climbed their way back into the game. But you know our guys were resilient, and uh, you know two two going into the third against that team. I mean we were right there, and and uh, you know maybe our our. You know, I guess our youth maybe showed a little bit in terms of just being a younger group that needed to learn how to win that game in the third period against a team like that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, we've had a lot of good lessons so far in the first seven games and, um, you know, a lot of positives to take away from it. So, I mean, despite us not being able to get the job done, we thought we were, we were right there, we were pushing. But, uh, you know, ultimately the second period is where they kind of shifted the game and, and carried that momentum. And, and for us, it was just about, you know, us basically showing that we can compete with those teams and and that we got to build off that and just just continue to learn moving forward and uh you know with uh with the amount of turnover from last season how have you kind of dealt with you know some of the line combinations and seeing where everybody needs to be or should be well we yeah you're you're exactly right i mean we we've said that we've you know we only got one guy left from from 2019-20 and you know when we went 49 and 9 and and so it, it is a lot of turnover especially with the way last year went and how it played out with the you know the COVID season and, and not getting a whole lot of games in, but um, you know our, our young guys are doing a really good job of of adapting, you know, handling themselves well, and um, you know in terms of the line combos for for not only myself up front but for Jeff on the back end. I mean, guys are getting used to playing with each other, or or we're having to shuffle things up to try and figure out who fits best with who, and and uh, you know now we feel that we're starting to see that more and more game by game that maybe some combos are falling into place that are having a little bit more uh, comfortability with, with each other. And, uh, you know, we're starting to have a little bit more success, uh, you know, line to line to line. But we feel we have tremendous depth and, and, and probably the biggest thing that we feel is going to come is that we've got work ethic, we've got compete, we've got skill all the way throughout our lineup. And, and as long as that continues to shine and, and we give them more and more structure game to game, uh, things are going to continue to get better for us. And, uh, you know, you mentioned, you know, the, the rookie players kind of trying to learn learn to play together for the first time. Uh, you know, the the Joss Howard-Crandall line has 
shown very good success in the time that they've been together. Is that kind of one of those lines that you have maybe plans to keep together moving forward? Yeah, absolutely. They've been uh, they've been very good. Uh, obviously, the the three of them are at the top of our top of our team in terms of scoring. And uh, you know, Crandall's been a really good compliment being a young guy uh, with with you know Joe's being a twenty year old and and Howard kind of being in the middle as an eighteen year old guy. And, and Howard is a big rig that you know plays hard, plays heavy, competes, goes to the blue paint. You know, he's he's scored a few goals from from right in the paint and at net front and whether it's been on our power play or five on five, and he's just a power guy. And then uh, Joe's skilled, smart, can shoot it. And Crandall, again, a little bit little bit of a mix of, of both. He can he can kind of sneak up on you and play play heavy. Uh, you know, he's been leading our team in hits, which is impressive for being a for being a 16 year old guy. And, uh, you know, has shown that confidence with, with the puck, without the puck, and has been reliable in both ends. So uh, that line's been real good for us. And, and uh, again, we've, you know, maybe a line that hasn't been talked about is, is Maxwell, Denoyers, and, and McNally, and and they've been uh, they've been right behind those guys in terms of uh, providing some scoring punch. And I kind of read my mind that was another line I thought uh, I thought has played very well in the time that they've been together. And you know, it's been roughly about a month into the season, and you know, we've seen a little bit. But what kind of what kind of identity would you like the team to have, or what kind of identity would you think the team has kind of started to develop so far? Well, I think Daryl Sutter said it with the Calgary Flames the other day. They want to be hardworking and they want to be an honest team. And for us, we we take pride in playing that 200-foot game and, and uh, you know, tracking hard defensively, making sure that we're hard to play against that way and, you know, being physical, finishing checks, competing, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, I guess playing a, a physical brand or, or just winning our one-on-one -on -one stick battles. Uh, but uh, offensively, I mean, we feel again we got enough skill in our lineup that we can you know we can make those plays and and uh, be creative but then on the other you know on the flip side i guess we can be a team that just grinds you down and works hard in the offensive zone and, and really utilizes the cycle and and playing below the goal line so uh, for us we feel we can play any brand of hockey and we can adapt to any style of game and that's that's why we feel i think with the more experience that we get over these next uh well even this first set of 10 games or 15 games uh, you know, our guys are only going to get better and they're only going to get more comfortable game to game. So uh, we feel hopefully that we'll be able to just continue to take uh, steps and strides in the right direction. And uh, last question, obviously, you know, one of the one of the bigger names on the back end for the Crusaders, uh, Kale Ashcroft uh, suffered uh, some sort of, of injury in uh, against Grand Prairie. Uh, what's you know, what's the scoop on him so far? Yeah, well, it's tough to tough to lose a guy like you said. Uh, who's one of our top defensemen in, in Ashcroft, and uh, you know, terrific kid, works extremely hard. It's it's tough to see him out right now, but um, he's probably going to be out at least three to four weeks minimum. I mean, he's got an upper body injury, and uh, you know, it's it was it looked like a harmless looking play up in Grand Prairie, and kind of just uh, you know, again, hyperextended something. So um, he'll be he'll be out for yeah, we'll be missing him for a few weeks here at, at least, but. He's a good kid. He, he's going to work hard away from the rink in terms of his his rehab and his physio, and making sure that he keeps his strength up. And uh, hopefully, we'll get him back in the lineup sooner rather than later. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. Keep it locked to our social media at SP Crusaders on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Sherwood Park Crusaders on Facebook, to keep up to date with all the news surrounding the team, as well as checking out the YouTube Crusaders TV for all the pregame and postgame content that you want brought to you by 
Brendan Escott and Dawson Patrician himself. The weekend previews coming up over the next few weeks. That being said, for my partner, Dawson Patrician, I'm Zach Marks, and we will see you next time.